Welcome to the Flights of the Roundtable podcast. Broadcasting from the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. And now, here are your hosts, Dan, Drew, Daniel, and Florian. Friends, family, those around the world, this is episode 32 of the Flights of the Roundtable podcast. It feels damn good to be back with everybody. We are at Divine Barrel Brewery in the Charlotte area, and we have a special guest who we're going to get to shortly. And this episode is going to be posted on Friday, per usual. Yeah, for all you people listening out there, we are reporting live from the Queen City, baby, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, we are. Here at Divine Barrel Brewing. And guys, this beer is great so far. We're going to definitely tell you what we're drinking, but uh, what I've had so far, thoroughly impressed. Mm-hmm. Get your ass over to Divine Barrel Brewing if you know what's best for you, all right? So, yeah. as always, we talk about sports, we talk about football, we talk about anything we want to talk about, and we like to have fun. So, yes, let's get down do. and dirty, baby. I just I, I want to bring up something, guys, and yeah. I kind of thought about it. Which is the worst candy, circus peanuts or peeps? Oh. Peeps. Oh, I'm gonna go with peanuts because I hate I hate nuts. So, <laughs> in general, like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I I hate nuts completely. I mean, I'm just not a a nut nuts. fan. Yeah, I to be honest, who the fuck goes up to um, a pantry and is like, you know what? Today I'm gonna skip the potato chips. I'm gonna go for the cashews. Who the fuck says that? I very few people, but you can't honestly tell me that if you had other options in that pantry, you would go for nuts. It's just, it's, they're so boring. It's like an old man food. Aren't circus yeah. peanuts like marshmallows, though? Oh. Well, I don't know. I've never had them. <laughs> I've <never laughs> but I've had, had peeps, and peeps suck. I was going to say, peeps are pretty garbage. I, I think the best thing about peeps is what I'll say is you throw them in the microwave, you go for about 25 seconds, and they blow up in your parents' uh, microwave. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that, because I, n- I was about to say, you're about to eat them after the 20, 25 seconds? <laughs> what about candy corn? What, what's the consensus on candy uh, corn? It's better than peeps. What about the candy? What about the candy pumpkins? How about that? It's the, the same what? category. The candy pumpkins. Dan, get out of here! It's the same shit. I've never had candy. Just pump. different shape. Different shape, oh. you mug. Okay. <laughs> um, well, folks, uh, we, you know, we're at Divine Barrel, and we have the absolute pleasure to have on our episode James Amato, and I hope I said that correctly. You did. Okay. Well, Thank James. You. Thank you so, so much for coming on. Why don't you talk to us about kind of what you do in regards to the brewery? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you, fellas, for having me on. It's an honor to be on the podcast. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Y'all are awesome to hang out with and get to know, and I can't wait to drink some more beer with y'all. Fuck yeah. But I am the marketing manager here at the brewery, so I do all things social media, make an ass out of myself. If you follow us, you'll see a lot of videos of me usually half naked doing something stupid. Or <laughs> okay. uh, And so I do social media, I do all the business writing, I help come up with beer ideas, kind of... We're a small business, uh, so everybody kind of wears multiple hats around yeah. here. So I'll help out with events and uh, I'll go behind the bar if we're a little weeded and they need it. So just kind of whatever is needed from me. But my primary role is uh, all things marketing here at the brewery. 
jack would, of all trades. That's, that's what cool. I was going to say. Would you call yourself a Swiss Army knife or a jack of all trades? I would say jack of some trades. Huh. I am not handy. Don't ask me to like fix anything for you because I'll end up making it worse. Uh, if you need somebody to like hold a flashlight uh, and support you that way, I'm good in that. Okay. Nice. Department. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'd say jack of some trades. Not okay. not all. I'm not going to give myself that much credit. Okay. And on what social media can we find these? What are you doing? Pranks? And why uh, are you half naked? Oh, just silly videos sometimes. Like, you know, just mix it up a little you bit. Gotta you got to be half naked s- sometimes. Yeah, okay. you know. You I gotta, was going to say, I like you have that. like the. Florin, pr- you got to stand out. No, but that's. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> you, you have like the, the production and media uh, wizardry of Drew, and you have the, uh, the, pr- the prank nature and the, the craziness of Daniel. It's like, that's right. It's like a combo it's here. It's a good combo right there. Believe me, if he had it his way, he'd be half naked most <laughs> of the time. I can tell you that. Most the whole, my entire life, yeah. yeah. Half the time, I'll post something and my, I'll get a text from my wife and she's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I, I don't know, you know, it's just something fun. Do you guys, uh, is it a YouTube channel? Is it on Facebook? Is so it on we're on Instagram, we're on Instagram. Facebook. It's yeah. primarily Instagram because that's where all the kids are these days. Yep. Uh, yep. I need to do, I need to post more of these videos on TikTok, but yep. TikTok is uh, its own beast. And so. yeah. um, we're also on Twitter. We do have a YouTube page. It's got some of our older videos, and I probably need to upload a few more, but. Um, uh, we also have a Spotify channel that we will update playlists and stuff. So okay. we're big into music here. So that's, that's one cool. thing that we do from time to time. We'll have staff members create playlists or for sure um, stuff like that. So that's cool. Kind of all over the media landscape. That's very cool. On the way here, um, I just uh, downloaded SoundCloud again. Oh, and the reason why is because. Um, I, I watch a TikTok video, oh, and no. it's an account where the guy does mashups. And he did a mashup of, like, um, I think it's called King Kunta by, oh, no. by Kendrick oh. with Africa by Toto <laughs> and a song by Tame Impala. What and he heck? mashed wow. all three together, and I found it on SoundCloud, and then it just plays the next song. Okay. And all of these songs just are bangers. absolute bangers. Oh, They're ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got to play some after the show. They okay. are literally fire. Amazing. Well, we always like to throw our guests a curveball, you know, just to kind of get the episode started off on the right foot here. I like to say wrong foot. So, you know, (laughs) I want to I want to throw it to Drewski uh, to kind of throw that circle change up, you know, knuckle curveball on this episode here uh, because, you know, I took the duty last week and that's kind of his job. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a w- classic would you rather, right? So would you rather have an elephant nose or a giraffe neck if you could only, if you had to have one? It's mm. a valid question. This is just directed at me. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, at um, least for the first. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Let me see here your answer first. I'm going to have to. Let me see. Giraffe neck or an elephant nose. I'm probably going to go elephant nose. It's like. Almost having an extra hand, you know, you can grab <laughs> things, you could probably smell a little better, you can mess with people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, a giraffe neck seems a little harder to deal with. It, I don't know. But at a sporting event, 
but I'm giraffe mad, neck. But that's, you know, that's true. Like, that's true. You'll I, have a good view. People behind you will probably be pissed, pissed off. No, I'm not going to lie. That, in the sporting event, it becomes even handier. You had a Bears game. You, you have two hands for beers, but now you have a third that's trunk right. to hold another. I mean, it's, and then it just serves you, you know? <laughs> I'm also, into it. it takes that prank where you tap someone on the shoulder to a whole nother level. That's, I mean, think about it. You've got yeah. like six feet of range. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> that, true. That was where my mind was going. I was this like, you can true. mess with people with your nose. There we go. That's a, that's a hard uh, choice. I'm going to have to go with uh, the long neck, actually, though. And wh- why is that? Yeah. Well... I like to see things coming at me before they happen, and I think I can see a lot more things coming at me before they hopefully don't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you you do have some elevation there. I think having that giraffe neck, maybe at sporting events or, like, concerts or shit that's just crowded, you're just above everybody. You're going, like, I can fucking see everything around here. You guys can't see shit. Yet there's going to be someone really pissed off, like, this guy's fucking head is right in the middle of the end zone. (laughs) Um, Well, kind of moving on here, James, let me ask you, you guys have a bunch, and I mean, we're going to get into it on the flight that we have here, and Drew and myself, Daniel and Florian, we've had the opportunity to try a lot of the beers. What is your favorite beer, and what would you say is kind of the most, you know, the up-and-coming one that you guys are excited to put out? Yeah, so here at Divine Barrel, we, we focus on... Several styles, um, and then supplement those with kind of more, tra- excuse me, uh, some more traditional beers or sure. just some really out there beers. Um, so I'd say the main core styles that we primarily focus on are IPAs. Okay. Um, love. Our West Coast IPAs, it's a style that's kind of gone by the wayside since the hazy IPA has uh, become prominent. I'll just say, you're not the first person that said that. We uh, we had a show at uh, Devil's Logic, mm-hmm. and the gentleman we had on said, you know, you have all those people that are focused so, so much on hazies that West Coasts are kind of just, they're forgotten, but they're still damn good. I'm, I'm having one right now, but I'll let you continue. I just wanted yeah. to kind of butt in there. No, thank you. Um, yeah, we love West Coast. Uh, ben, our head brewer, he was a home brewer for like 20 years before opening up Divine Barrel with two, with his two partners. So he came up brewing a lot more West Coasts. And basically when we opened was when Hazy's really started to explode. So yeah. he kind of had to teach himself how to uh, brew a good hazy. Um, he had the West Coast down pat from day one, which is nice. But uh, yeah, we love our hazies as well. I think we do those pretty well. Um, we just introduced in the last month a flagship hazy called Climate Cloud, which is in our flight, as well as a flagship West Coast IPA called Universal Language. So you get the best of both worlds. Um, and then we also focus on Loggers, we do all kinds of loggers. Mm-hmm. We've got a, a Japanese rice logger on our flight board right now, so kind of like a Sapporo. Food. And I love that. I yeah. love Japanese loggers. Oh, yeah. No, there's nothing more refreshing for a meal oh, than yeah. a Sapporo. That hits home. High carbonation, light, yeah. easy drinking. Um, so we do loggers of all kinds um, and then sours. Okay. So we've got a pretty wild sour in our 
uh, flight board right now, which is uh, very a good. Fun one. Very we'll, excited. We'll touch on snakes and sparklers uh, when we get to the flight board. That's James, l- let me ask you here. You know, Florian briefly alluded to it, but we hear multiple things. What do you think connects Divine Barrel? to the Charlotte community because that's what we're all about here you know we there's so many breweries in the Charlotte area we want to try to go to all of them and just truly figure out what kind of piece of the puzzle for the Charlotte area that they add to yeah no that's an awesome question and you know it's it's hard to stand out uh when you're one of 50 plus breweries in town and more seemingly opening every every month or every year here yeah um, but what I think makes us stand out, and I know a lot of breweries say this, is um, our connection to our community. Okay. Um, we care very much about Charlotte in general and Noda, and so you know we've adopted some streets, and once a quarter we'll go out and clean up those streets in Noda. We partner with all kinds of nonprofits and. Um, you know, we think it's really important to do more than just, you know, do a fundraiser and, and donate a check at the end of the day to whatever organization that we're working with, mm-hmm. whether it's Ronald McDonald House or uh, WFAE or Charlotte Women's Movement, which we just worked with over the 4th of July. Um, we want to create long-lasting partnerships uh so really taking care of our community and leaving it in a better place than when we got here is very very important to us you're a, you're a football fan right jeff All right oh, james yeah. big I'm sorry time. oh you're good jay names <laughs> they're uh they're, they all sound like yeah my mind's in a thousand places i right hear you so hear ya. But it sounds like we are good, so I gotta ask you a football question then. Do it. Would you consider Lamar Jackson a top ten quarterback? Without a doubt. Okay. okay. It's a sham that Thank he God. was. Good. I, that's a yeah, good yeah. not on this. We're list. getting. There. Is ESPN we're, we're a credential, a credible? No. You know, no. Eh. No. Eh. After saying that, right? Eh. No. Wait, they said that he wasn't a top. So, 10? so, so I'll, I'll, I'll provide a little backstory. Yeah, here. yeah. Um, Some context. I saw on Twitter this week that ESPN released a quarterback list, top 10 projected by executives, GMs, like people with ESPN, et cetera. You want to hear their top 10 list? I want to hear it. You have Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Josh (laughs) Allen, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford, Justin Herbert, uh, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and... They had to throw Dak Prescott in. There. Wow, I'm it. actually pissed yeah. off that Dak Prescott made it before Lamar yeah. Jackson. Yeah. To the point, I take Lamar over Herbert. Okay, that's a good point. Uh, I mean, right now, yes, that's a good sure. point too. I would yeah. say Herbert should be way lower than I don't a lot know of those about people. that. He's he has not proven enough. He's. I don't know. He's borderline. He's borderline. I agree I with that. Have, I'd borderline. rather have him than Dak. Yes. God, yes. 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 That's shit. true. That's true. The thing true. with Dak is like I feel like we've seen his max potential. Well, I didn't yeah. think Dak even deserved that? to be yeah. in that ten. Yeah. So that's why. Right. Hey, Dak has been maxed out already. Yeah. 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 I think so. I mean, you saw it. When was it? Two years ago, he had his, or was it last year when he had his ridiculous season? And then he uh, shattered his ankle. I forget. Yeah. Two years ago. Two years ago. I mean, that dude was on pace for like a six thousand yard 
season, and then I, I genuinely don't think that the Cowboys will ever do anything with him because like they've <laughs> no. got all the talent in the world. I yeah. appreciate that. They got all the talent <laughs> in the world, and like they never ever do anything. Anything. They really ever. do. They're like, like the Packers, but the Packers have way more expectations, which makes me happy. Well, Packers yeah, suck. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to suck this year. I so okay, so hold on. I just want to touch on it real quick. We talked about it last week. Yeah. And we're going to get more into the Bears topic of things. Oh, You're yeah. a Bears fan. I am. And we also have the Ravens. Yeah. Which team set their uh, quarterback up for the least amount of success going forward? Was it you guys with Justin Fields or the Ravens with Justin Hurt? Lamar Jackson. Without a doubt, it's the Bears right now. Uh, so I heard y'all. I, I listened to y'all's episode yeah. last lay week. Lay it on us. Lay it on us. Just lay it out there. Yeah. yeah All right. I need, I need a small rebuttal time for why I think the Bears are, while – I do think Lamar Jackson is definitely in a better situation currently. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Fields was not set up for success. First of all, he can agree who, with that. Who of y'all watched that Cleveland Browns game last year? Just Fields' first game. Uh, I well, did not, not. I may good. have or watched it, but no, well, like, well, no, we I mean, we did um, red zone. So okay. we red zoned know. it. Yeah, a so lot of people were calling for his head already. He should have been fired. Matt Nagy should have been fired immediately after that game. Yeah, I don't know what NFL coach would put thirty-nine-year-old Jason Peters one-on-one with Miles Garrett, maybe the best D-end in It's my guy, right Jason now. Peters, all right? <laughs> I love – don't get me wrong. I love Jason Peters. He was, like, the one good offensive lineman for the Bears last year. And that was coming off of a fishing – coming off fishing when he was already retired and came in in, like, training camp. So, Joseph Fields was not put in a good situation last year, and – so once they brought on Ryan Poles this year, the new GM, yep. he also had like $30 million to replace 50 players on that roster. Jesus. This wow. What are you going to do with that? Exactly. So like Jump change. So <laughs> what, what was he supposed to do this offseason? He couldn't sign anybody because he had to fill out the roster. Okay. Now, but that begs the question, are you, in a be- are you better off than no. Lamar? No, 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 no. Not right now. Not right now. What I do, what I do like is that this new GM basically shed all of our crappy dead weight, uh, dead weight and uh, contracts. So like, you think you think Khalil, getting rid of Khalil Mack was the right thing? I do. That was one of the things I wanted to get to. I do. I was going to say that too, I and I think that contract wow. that you gave him was just w- yeah, absolutely we not. Where did he go? He went to the Chargers. Uh, yeah, that's we got right. a second rounder and a seventh. Rounders. No, I don't. Ra- second rounder is nothing to fuck with, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, it's mostly for salary cap. I mean, yeah, yeah we got okay. Sal- you got a couple draft picks, but the real reason is salary, salary cap. cap. Yeah. So we got a second rounder, which we drafted a safety. So that was the other thing. We went. We had two second rounders this year because we gave up our first last year for Fields. So we had two. We had two DBs drafted in the second round this year. Brisker from Brisker. Penn State. Is a thumper. 
I am Stud. so excited. A thumper, for this. Daniel. What comes to your mind when you hear a thumper? I'm thinking about <laughs> Bam- I'm thinking about Bambi right away. Yeah, I, I, I know <laughs> you're not. I think that's not what you're thinking yeah. about. But that dude's a that dude can hit hard, <laughs> and he's a ball hawk. Our yeah. So our defense was actually a highlight last year, minus our secondary. We finished like 13th in DVOA last year. Uh, amazingly, with that horrible secondary. So Poles went out and basically shored up our secondary in the second round. Uh, we got rid of Khalil Mack, but we signed some solid DNs, like al Qadin Muhammad from the Colts, where Eberflus was, who developed him. Uh, so I, we got a couple young guys that I think are going to come up on the line. So I think our defense is going to be better, and we're going to actually get some takeaways this year. For sure. Which we didn't last year, which one – your defense can help your offense by getting takeaways and creating shorter fields. Course. Absolutely. They've focused on special teams, which can flip the field and make short fields or good coverage. Drafted a punter in the seventh round because Pat O'Donnell is whatever. So special teams, again, our offensive line, I'm – that is the biggest question mark. I always That's say the it's the second mark. most yeah. – I, I lump it all into one position because if you you know quarterback is the most important. Yeah. You're nowhere in this league without a good quarterback, right. but you and you're certainly them. nowhere if you can't protect them. Right. Of course. And so that's the biggest thing. That's the thing. For you the could biggest. have every other piece. You could have wide receiver, right. running back, whatever. But just and line. this is a problem with the Panthers over the years is they've yeah. never had a good offensive line until they finally started spending this off season. But it's so like, it's like with my Dolphins. Yes, exactly. So my point about the offensive line is this. Yes, it's a huge question mark, and do I think we're going to be good on the offensive line? No. But our GM came from the Chiefs. He was an offensive lineman himself in college and in the pros. He built, he's built, he's helped build championship offensive lines with the Chiefs, and then his assistant GM is Ian Cunningham, who came from the Eagles, who also helped build a championship offensive line. So that one was a real one. That was a real one. That was a real one. So while it is a major question mark right now, I do, I am going to give the GM and and assistant GM, who are both offensive linemen and built amazing offensive lines, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and let them see what they do this year. And our offensive line was, like, literally the worst last year. So it can't be much worse. Yeah, he's only <laughs> up from here, right? And, yeah. then, and then our new offensive coordinator, <laughs> Luke Getze, comes from the Shanahan tree. So The Shanahan tree? We'll see. Hopefully the offense is easier for Justin Fields and makes it better. So what do I think the Bears are going to make the playoffs? No. Do I think we're going to be, like, Above 500, no. I think best case scenario is like being around 500. Right in that contention. Right, and yeah. I, I think, I think what will happen this year is that the Bears will ultimately be a hard out, but we'll lose a lot of games. Is it more realistic for the Bears to go five and 12, or 12 and five? Mm. Five and 12. Yep. Okay. Easy. Easily. I was it's not expecting that. Easily. Yeah. Okay. You, you know what? I like that answer because Great he's answer. a Bears Short fan, and he point. said that. That I feel like he knows what he's talking about just because of that one thing right there. I mean, because it's hard to say that w- when you're like 
with your team. You want to say the twelve and five. You, you want do. to. You do. You want to say that so bad, but you know, as like uh, like the Bears, they've been around for a while. You know, you just can't say that. You know, so it's it's you know. Yeah. Uh, this is like a, a reset year for the Bears. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean next. I mean next off season we'll have like one hundred and twenty million to spend. Which That's is what like I'm talking about. By far about. the most. That's a lot. So yeah. like next off season will be like the off season that we try and help Fields like yell. Yeah, you, you'll sign Russell Gage to a hundred million dollar contract, just like <laughs> Christian Kirk. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, we're not Trent Balky over here. We're not the Jags. I'm knocking on wood that you don't do that. I don't know. I I subtly <laughs> support the Bears. So I'm I hoping, hope you don't do I'm that. Hoping, I'm hoping we do. I think I think for me in this situation, I do think it's more realistically five and twelve. But I like your argument. The the Bears right now, outside of their defense, we we talked about this. There's not an offensive playmaker where you're saying, "Yeah, number one corner, I'm shutting you down." And I'm, I mean that's just the reality of things. So I think realistically this year, they're five and twelve. They are not the worst team in their division, and next year they make the playoffs because they'll have that. Who cap- is the uh, the Lions? Are, yeah. are we sure? Yes. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hundred percent. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that. Oh, no. I, I, I they covered the spread more than any team last year. I, well, I, well I guys, you guys can have your opinions here, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, saying they are I think the worst. Sw- in the I think Swift Fair. is very underrated as a as a running back because he is a little bit of shifty. I think it's the most competitive division. I think Aaron Rodgers oh, has course. no weapons. Kirk Cousins is overrated. He but also doesn't balanced. have an offensive line as Rodgers. Shifty, no, Swifty. he doesn't. He does not, and the Bears are. We've talked about them, and then you have the Lions, who obviously, I mean, they showed the most potential out of any team in that They're division up and last coming. year. Yeah, they're up and coming. So it is. It's gonna be. I would not be surprised if the Lions finish nine and eight. Yeah, I. I'm oh, not scratching my head if yep. they finish nine. With, I can, I can yeah. agree, what, agree with that. Last thing I'll say about the Bear, I like the Bears this coming season. They move on. They remind me of the Eagles from 2016. They identified their quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, they have that running back piece. They have the defense that's getting there. You know, they have a couple pieces, the offensive line, that look nicely, but it's going to take an offseason and a draft to truly find those complementary pieces, like in a puzzle to truly set not only the defense, the head coach, but also the most important thing is setting Justin Fields up for success. That's my thought on it. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I You know, if we go 5-12 and 12, and as long as Justin Fields has a – as long as he shows progress this year – Right, you know, he doesn't have to be the man for me, but that'd be awesome. But as long, you know, if he has a season where he's throwing for thirty-two hundred yards and twenty touchdowns, and then rushes for five, four or five hundred yards and a couple more touchdowns, that's a big step up from where he was when he with Nagy last year. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, I you know if we're five and twelve, we'll have another. Fir- we'll finally have a first round pick again, and maybe we get you know one of these stud wide receivers in the top ten, whether it's Butte or Jackson Smith and Jigba, mm-hmm. or uh, <laughs> that Jordan a- uh, Addison. What's there's, his name? The, the, uh, there's from Pitt. Whatever I think, his name is. You know, I, those I, three guys are studs. They are, and yeah. I think this upcoming season, or excuse me, upcoming draft is more stacked than this previous yes, one. So for it, sure. it's. It's going to be interesting kind of seeing how the Bears do in their draft approach here. Well, yeah. Let me let me ask you a question here. What are we drinking on? You know, we, yeah. we have these 
beautiful flights in Florida. I'm sorry, I took your job. <laughs> we have these beautiful flights in <laughs> He's front not even of complaining us at this point. here. And, and if you could see us on Instagram Live, you guys could see the flights. And if not, we'll make sure we post the flights uh, on our post for Friday's episode. But talk to us about what we're drinking here because all yeah. this is probably one of the more colorful flights that we've seen. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many flights that y'all have had that have had a bluish beer in there, but never zero. <laughs> so zero, or have we had one? Zero. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and talk about that one because I yeah. bought the four pack of that. Uh-huh. This is one of the best sours. Yeah, it really 100%. is. Nice. I've ever had. Awesome. Yeah. It's so snakes and sparklers. It's um, it's a sour we release around the Fourth of July. So we did it last year for the first time. Okay. And uh, it was such a big hit, we decided to bring it back. So it is um, a 4.6% sour that was brewed with uh, the realest of blue raspberries, <laughs> which that is, is not a, a real blue thing. raspberry, baby. Oh, yeah. So, or electric raspberries, as I like to call them. Okay. Um, Ooh, electric. And uh, so blue raspberries, lime, and sweet cherry. So it's supposed to mimic uh, one of those rocket pop sours that you'd get during the summer as a kid. Mm. Exactly. Honestly, I thought you guys melted that down (laughs) and put it in the beer. That's what I thought, too, a little bit. A little bit of that. Uh, So we did not. It's just kind of tweaking, like, your fruits that you put in it and stuff like that to try and mimic that flavor that's as cool. much as you can. Yeah, can so. you imagine the guy that's responsible for picking out all those popsicle <laughs> sticks? Yeah, oh gosh. He probably knows every dad joke after yeah, that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, so that one, this was a big, big sour that we yeah. do every year, and uh, people seem to love it. And uh, like you said, it's literally blue. And uh, It is. Over time, uh, it starts to, the color starts to change, and it starts to slowly turn green a little bit. That's... Uh, I was like, wait a minute, this is a little green. Oh, yeah, it's, it slowly starts to turn. But um, that's just from the food dye that we use, from the quote-unquote blue raspberries. So that's actually just kind of a, a syrup that we're yeah, okay. flavoring with yeah. a little Definitely. bit of a dye. Yes, yeah. exactly. All right, cool. What, what, what uh, so that next? was the number one. Love uh, it. We are also drinking Climb a Cloud, which, like I said, is our... Uh, flagship hazy IPA Love that it. we introduced last month, so we release it every other week or so. And six point six percent ABV. Um, it's double dry hopped with Citra, Idaho Seven, and Eldorado hops, so it's nice and juicy. Get uh, some of those typical citrusy kind of mangoey, pineappley notes. For sure. Um, I feel like Eldorado hops are like the the, the fucking ad- golden. Yeah, the <laughs> golden. <laughs> the standard. city of gold oh, yeah. hops. So you know? s- Citra is the big one for for hazies, especially. Um, oh yeah, that's the big hop. Uh, everybody uses. So now, where are you I was going to ask you a question, actually, Dan. For, for being a double, that is not that hoppy. Double dry hop. Double dry so hop. It's okay. A, it's a single IPA, but so gotcha. double dry hopping. So when you double dry hop, it's basically you dry hop. You put hops in once it's fermenting, and you let the hops do their thing, and it it ferments a tiny bit more, and then you can do another dose of hoppage. Uh, okay. Sure. So. No, yeah, no, I, I think it's it's kind of light compared to most hazies, but I like that. The flavor is there. Wouldn't you wouldn't yeah. you agree, Dan? I, yeah, I, I think that was one of the things I was gonna say is 
it's a 6.6, but the flavor is all there. It's it's yeah. like all a there. symphony Boom. of flavor that you know I, I very very much symphony. like. And it's yeah, I've I've said here you know you have Sycamore, which makes constantly mm-hmm. IPAs, despite them saying they're not. They are all hazy IPAs. Right. Nobody can tell me otherwise. <laughs> and <laughs> after a while, you have enough of them. I think my dad's listening to this, so dad, I'm sorry to say this. But a lot of their IPAs taste so, so similar. But this one right here is so, it's not like overbearing. You could taste the fruits and stuff in there. And it's just, it's, I like it quite a bit. And before we throw back to you for the next one, Mm -hmm. folks, I just want to say, James provided us (laughs) with a list of the beers we're going to have with descriptions. So we're able to look at them. That's why we all keep looking down. So I just want to give a little disclosure. (laughs) Everybody's going, nobody's going. I'm going to give a shout out to that because you know what? I would. I would appreciate that in, in more of our episodes, you yeah, know? Yeah. So if James, anyone else put is Put it li- here. I respect that. Yeah, a lot. Mar- if anyone else guy, is listening, you know. then uh, yeah. it, won't, it doesn't hurt, you know? <laughs> and the flights of the round table, they like it, you and know? And I will say you add a nice little description about what feeling you get after you drink all these beers. <laughs> and for yeah. this one, you'll feel like flying when, with this ridiculous, juicy, and inviting <laughs> hazy hits your lips. I'll tell you what, I just booked a flight to Bar- Bermuda. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I feel like flying. Thank you. I'm going with um, them. I'm glad <laughs> my I'm glad the beer descriptions I write uh, transport you to places. Yeah, so. I like that. You know, I try and I try and work in funny or silly little references. You know, climb like a cloud. It. There's a little plane on the label, so. Yeah. If you want to go like overrated, flying. underrated, properly rated, that shit is <laughs> underrated, okay? <laughs> it deserves more recognition. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Woo. you. Underrated. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Uh, we love to do kind of lower ABV beers because sure. it's, you know, a lot of people want to go out drinking all afternoon and, bar- yeah. and brewery hopping yes. and exactly. bar hopping yeah. and stuff. So That's fair. That sounds like my dad. You know, I mean, even when we drink, we just... You know, we want to drink for a while. Longevity. So, like, you try and make sessionable I, beers. Yep. I, yep. I, I definitely yeah. agree with yeah. you. Yeah. It's exactly. Day, dartying, day drinking, that is, it. I mean, it's that's underrated, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, everyone loves that. Like, yeah. a nice Saturday and then yeah, just slinging back beers. Who doesn't like it. a nice sesh? No matter what yeah. it is, who doesn't like a nice sesh? I, know, I think, like, about a month ago, Daniel, when you had your show at Devil's Logic, we, like, we, we hit, like, we hit six, like breweries six breweries here in the area. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. you, you got to keep it going. Um, so lower ABV is definitely something that we focus on. Um, I like that. Like, uh, uh, so the next beer that we're drinking is Clear Signal, which is a West Coast IPA. Damn. Um, actually, it is a collab beer that we do with WFAE, the uh, local NPR station here in the so Charlotte area. Interesting. Yeah. yeah explain that. Yeah. yeah explain how that. that how are they collabing yeah. with you? WFAE. So we. <laughs> So one of our owners has his uh, one of his Sorry. best friends is actually Marshall Terry, who if you listen to WFAE yeah. early in the morning, oh, he does I do? morning drive. He oh, does I morning did. Drive. Yeah. So uh, we had an automatic in with Marshall, okay. um, and then just kind of over the years we've developed a good friendship with the station and supported them in certain initiatives. And again, like I said, try and make. These nonprofits, um, you know, a true partnership. Uh, and so they, we did this beer with them for the first time last year uh, to help them raise money for their anniversary and one of their. 
pledge drives. So that's awesome. Uh, Seriously, we I'm did it. it again this year, and this year was like their 40th anniversary. So we released it right around the time that they had their 40th anniversary party up here at the brewery. So just again trying to work in partnerships and that are more meaningful and long lasting than just doing an event and writing a check to whatever organization yeah exactly and that's that's that is what it's all about and yeah. the common thing we have like seen as we go to these breweries and including y'all definitely is that the connection within the charlotte community right yeah like everyone is so proud to be charlotte and, yeah. and the connections you make like with the radio station i think love it's it i love think it. it's because charlotte's a little bit it's just so new you know and and people really love, yeah, and they love this city, and they want they want to support our city. And you know what? When you come to Charlotte, you're gonna realize that, you know what? This is a nice, clean town, and and, and most people that come here, they want to come back and or stay here forever. For yeah. sure, you know. I mean, so. there's a reason it's like the third fastest growing city in America yeah, right now. Too. Exactly, we're 18th in population. Yeah. 18th in population. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When yeah. I first moved here in wow. 2013, we were 25th. Oh, so. Mm. so. Got seven spots up, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's an awesome place to be. Hell so. yeah. All right. For the fourth uh, one. For the fourth one, we are drinking Paint the Walls, which is our Japanese rice lager. Let me I say. loved it. Thank so you. So good. Uh, if. Uh, I'm, it's a crusher. You may have seen it already, yeah. but I've uh, slung these back. Florian has dominated all of his <laughs> well, flight already. You know, live up it. to your name. Yeah. 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 Uh, look, the, the world is all about reputations. We've all got some, some That's good, right. some bad. And I'd like to leave my mark on this planet by being known as the guy that throws back his flights. When God he's bless them. you. And very fast. And that Japanese lager was fire. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So we use uh, jasmine rice law. We use jasmine rice when we brewed that one too. So just kind of even a little more different. Uh, but yeah, it's can love it, this beer. Real, it's a little, James, yeah, real yeah, quick, yeah, can I ask it. you a question about that? Yeah, um, go for it. So you said jasmine rice. So uh -huh. what is the common rice that is used when people try to produce uh. a rice lager? That is a good question. <laughs> That's a good I question for a brewer. Normal, I feel like. Because just Jasmine. Are you sure it's not Uncle Ben's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Made in one uh, minute? So yeah. Two minute? Put that thing seconds. in the mic. 90 seconds. I think it's just kind of like normal long grain, long grain yeah. rice. Probably the cheapest you can get in bulk. Most people. Yeah. Probably. Is yeah. Jasmine yeah. rice yeah. the rice that they serve in like Southeast Asia? Like yes. Thailand? Yes. And uh -huh. like exactly. Yeah. So right? it's just like a Florian, different. If you don't know what Jasmine rice is, you don't get any jasmine think rice. of think yeah. of regular rice as shack and, and jasmine rice as kobe a little more longer and lean there right? we go yeah, yeah exactly longevity uh, <laughs> that's a perfect <laughs> way to describe it i know my rice yeah nailed yep. it yep. uh so yeah it's just a little little higher in carbonation so it's a little more effervescent and uh it's just a beer that i've constantly been drinking since it came out uh, it's super, super easy to put a can down, multiple cans down. It's tasty. And, folks, I just want to say, normally we have four flights here, but James is treating us Bonus. to a fifth. I love so us. And we what love do that. we have in this circle of death? I love yeah. when that happens. I love that. So I wanted to add a special treat to show some oh of boy. our dark beer prowess. Um so this is called Warm My Bones. It is uh, an apple brandy barrel-aged, 
11.5% Imperial oh. Stout. Oh. I'm going to have to drink that just because of the percentage of alcohol. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. the one that might and put I love me apples. over. I can't wait. Yeah, so we aged this in apple brandy barrels for 18 months. And Cheers, everyone. Uh, it's Cheers, basically boys. like liquid chocolate that was aged in apple brandy barrels. Okay, liquid chocolate oh, wow. aged in Sp- apple. Hey, oh, pr- smell mm. that. Wow. I feel like I'm oh. smelling a bottle of liquor. I smell the bit. apples, though. I, I smell yeah. the apples right off of it. Oh, yeah. Do you sell that in bottles? Glass we sell, bottles? We actually we sell it in sixteen ounce single oh, cans. That's strong okay. though. So we yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. I would love to put that in the trophy case. I'm just we, saying. We we can uh, we can send you home with a can or two. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about, James. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we can do that. I I love the That uh, is I love that, that you're getting Delivery pizza. I I, I <laughs> love it too. In the middle what? of the but, show, but how the do I get deliver this pizza? Yeah. Uh, you got to know a guy to know a guy. <laughs> uh, what I don't like is that Dan keeps taking a bite out of it. I've <laughs> taken I've taken one bite. Well, you're yeah, the that's only one too one many. Who's getting pizza, Florian? <laughs> yes. So yeah. selfish? Yes. <laughs> Can you hook our guest up? Seriously, I'm, tell I'm her good. to bring I'm, James. I'm a piece good. Of pizza. I'm, I'm just right joking. now. I just no no. In full disclosure, it's my sister. She ordered. <laughs> I, I just saw them walk in with three boxes of pizza. So where'd they get I'm, that from, huh? But there's a pizza place, I guess. It's our kick right now. Uh, we got a pizza food truck right next to us. Oh, it's oh, the one. Go. He said it was wings. I'm like, oh, I they do pizza and Daniel, wings. You're an idiot. Okay. Yeah. Well, I only see wings or no pizza on the truck, like the, the artwork. Dan, so. when yeah. you say Daniel, you're an idiot. Just remember, your name is Daniel. <laughs> there is not a single person here that calls me Daniel. Okay, I call <laughs> you Daniel. I, I do on so. accident sometimes, and he's just like, what? <laughs> Well, this is this is really this, good. Yeah. Because you, you, you want to know you want to know why I think it's really good is there is a sour element to it. <laughs> sour it element. It does have a. a un- I, I don't know if it's. I can't, I can't say sour because I need another swig yet. But it's a unique flavor. Swig. You definitely smell that apple, and you can definitely taste a little bit the of apple, chocolate. Yeah, the um, apple is there. I would say a tiny yeah. hint of the coffee yep. flavoring in there as well. So you got the coffee, you got the chocolate, you got the apple. And I think you got the brandy yep. in there too. So I think it is. It's those four mixed together, and that's exactly what you're drinking. Exactly. Evolution, guys. It's insane. Eight months ago, was Daniel saying anything like that no. about beer? Hell, oh, hell. No. But no. the, be- the beauty it. of this podcast is we learn a lot about beers. We get to talk to awesome people. We get to go to different breweries, and Daniel gets to um, enhance his palate. And I it love is, it. It's beautiful. I do. I have to say, listen. I believe I have the best nose out of the whole the whole gang here, okay? Because okay. I, I got the best palate. I got the best nose, I believe. And and if you guys, one of you guys think that they have better, then we we need to put it to the test. I don't know. Blindfold a, a challenge. Statement. Yeah. I, say, I think I James. Got some, like, TikTok reels over here. Well, I'm not, including, I'm not including <laughs> James here because I don't I, I, I don't know how well his palate is here. But I'm I'm tell, I'm, I'm saying to you, hey, three, once you, once you become suck. once you become one with us, you're you're always a part of us. So <laughs> don't can't discredit James. Okay. Okay. Well, if right. I if I can give one piece of advice, and Do I it. told this to you two, uh, Dan and Drew, last week. If I can give one piece of advice to you and all of your listeners and viewers. Let's hear it. If you want to test a brewery on how good they make beer, get their lager first. I've heard that. Get their lager first. I've heard that. It is a style that you don't. 
It requires the least amount of ingredients. Okay. But that's also what makes it hard. It's very easy to mess up a beer in like a million different steps along the way. For sure. Yep. Uh, and with lagers, unless not unless there is nothing to hide behind in a lager. What you're drinking is a, how good a brewer is. For sure. A I like lot that. of breweries, um, you know, you can put as many hops as you want into an IPA and try and cover it up, or yeah. you can put blue raspberries in a sour and try and cover up any off flavors that may be there. Now, I'm not saying that's what happened with Snakes and Sparklers. I'm just <laughs> of using, of using that not. as Don't an example. Don't tell us your secrets. Come on. <laughs> Oh. You could, uh, you know, you can add as much chocolate to a stout if you want and help cover that up. With a lager, it's literally just the grain, yeah. the yeast, the water, and that's it. And, Love and that. it's such a popular yeah. type of beer, right? That like, but y- a lot. Y- I, it makes sense to get ju- judged, uh, judged off of a lager. It is, but a lot of people, a lot of people. A lot of people in craft beer will seemingly write off lagers. Um, And I will say, I think it's a style that's starting to come back around in craft beer where people are showing a lot more interest in it and realizing that not all lagers are the same and they don't all taste the same. And there are a lot of different ways that you can accentuate a lager. Like we do a dark lager every winter. Called uh, it's a Schwar- it's called a Schwartz beer. It's a German dark lager. And yeah, it's one of my favorite beers that we do. It's called When Will Then Be Now, which is a Spaceballs reference. But once again, folks, we're at Divine Barrel. Come see James. Come see the brewery. We're gonna dope. hop into here the next kind of football topic. That yeah. We're gonna yeah. Touch on. So James, thanks for coming on. Bro. Yeah. Thank you thank so, much, so much, James. Really, really it appreciate. It was a lot of fun. Good football and beer talk. Yes. And y'all have a good rest of your show. Yeah. You Thanks, man. Thank we're you, we're, we're going to try our best. You know? All right. We'll, we'll see what happens. But cheers. <laughs> well, thank you again, and I'll see you soon. Yep. Sounds good, James. Thank have you a so, good one. so much. Bye-bye. You too. Welcome. Yes, sir. It is game time, guys. And the game time we have today is big news, little news, or no news. Ooh. Ooh. Love that. The crowd is shaking over here. Uh, all right, guys, this one kind of hits home with Zach, especially because we're all fantasy football players, right? And when you talk about the one analysis, one analyzer that's been in fantasy in all our lives, right? All our lives, yep. Matthew Barry. Barry. 17 years with ESPN as the head fantasy guru yeah. is stepping down. Yeah, that's crazy. Big news, little news, no news. I'm going to say big news because that just, I mean, he's been I part am. of our life for almost forever honestly so i'm gonna say big news um it's a sad moment in uh in history so we'll remember it though i think i think he's he's on to better things though and i'm hoping that yeah i've heard some rumors nbc but i haven't even heard of an nbc fantasy football platform yeah so exactly is he gonna i I, I think he's maybe he's starting it maybe he's gonna be the manager of the nbc fantasy football platform and that's a good thing to say and i think that no matter what he does he is the start of whatever he decides to do he is gonna start something so you guys want to know a fact sorry i know you're trying to get something in here but i think it is very interesting that espn the worldwide leader in sports their number one podcast was his podcast podcast the fantasy football corner wow that's crazy and he left 17 years i'm gonna go with daniel big news 
no news, little news. Whatever is the smallest part of news is what I'm going to ca- classify it as. I listen to Matthew Barry in fantasy as much as I listen to Mel Kuyper in draft analysis. <laughs> Those two dumbheads were never right about fucking anything. No news at all. Last one I wanted to talk about is because I would say the pit- would everyone agree with me that the Pittsburgh Steelers are a top five franchise in yes. the NFL? I yes. can agree with that. All yes. time. Yes. 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 Yep. Okay. And so within that top five franchise, they've had a stadium name for so long. Heinz yeah. Field. Heinz Field. Heinz Ketchup. I heard about so that. So three days ago, they changed it. What? They yeah. changed it. No. They, they 100% yeah. changed yes. it to Acrisure Stadium. Bullshit what is company. that? So Acrisure is a broker tech. that has increased their profit from three point eight million to thirty eight billion in ten years. Oh, there's a hundred percent some good. insider trading. Yeah, yeah. You oh, let yeah. them name. They they can honestly name everyone's kid. <laughs> do you know what they do? They make it. They they make the company. They they start it with an A, just so that they're the first one on the the thing when they look it up. It starts in A. Yeah, that's what it is. It might These be fucking whores. Yes, that's a good. I love that point, Daniel. That's the business side of you coming out right now. Okay. Yeah, it's like Angie's list of double A's. The fuck is that? So, so, I was so at a double I, A. I, exactly, so big, Dan. Exactly. You start us off, Dan. Is, exactly. is that big news? Little news? You no didn't news? answer the question. This is big news. Yeah. What like point? Heinz Field. I've been around this this fucking world for twenty seven, almost twenty eight years. I have never not known the Steelers Stadium is Heinz Field. I don't like My it. My mother, like, wanted to go into a mutiny with that other company because of how upset she was in regards to yeah. not being Heinz Field. I That's think, fucking bullshit, I dude. think you're, you can lose some fans because of this. I think that, uh, that no, I really uh, think I that there's think a so. chance so, so, so you this, lose a few. I want you, Daniel, I want you to get really technical there and help me understand why a longtime Pittsburgh Steelers fan would not come to a game because of the stadium thing. Let me tell you, they work for Heinz. They don't have that. They don't have the ability to go to the game anymore because they don't have their Heinz membership. They don't have their, you know, they don't have their little box. Those Heinz company people, they don't have their box anymore. They're not coming to the game. Yep, yep. I 100% agree with that. So those people are definitely not coming to the game. I can tell you that. Yeah. So, guys, back back in action here. We have James back in action. And we were talking about Heinz Field getting changed to their name. Okay, Heinz Field has now changed after all these years. Big news, little news, or no news, James? James um, is back in action, everybody. Uh, I'm going to make this quick because I got a six-week-old at home, so I got to go after this. Okay. But I'm going to say big news. Okay. It's always been Heinz exactly. Field. Exactly. It's always been Heinz Field. I know I've got a couple Steelers fans that are friends. And I know they're real upset that it's no longer going to be Heinz Field. So I'm going to say big news. Could you imagine um, Chicago Stadium being anything other than Soldier? No. Well, yeah, because it's not going to be Soldier in a couple years. The Bears are about to buy... Like almost 200 acres worth of land outside of Chicago and build their own stadium. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But really? That's a shame. It's oh, yeah. been Soldier Field for I it don't has. know how long. Oh, yeah, it has. But it's not going to be Soldier Field in like, it's like five years. It's like Philadelphia, the link. It's uh, the link. They're going to be out of Chicago. Uh, it was the Veterans Stadium beforehand. <laughs> I, I only know it as the link. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're gonna be that's out, true. That's they're going to be out of Soldier Field in like five years. Guys, I mean, come on. It's, if you ran the company, too, it's a financial decision. Yeah. You, you have to go with the person that's going to support you with the best dollar value. you got to think about it from a logistical standpoint. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, well, going to the other football, right, soccer. Um, no. I'm an FC Barcelona no, fan. No, a, bullshit. No. I don't care. Well, I don't care. Um, I'm also a football fan. So thank can, you. Uh, they, uh, hey. Bar- FC Barcelona, the camp now, no. they're, in, they're in serious financial uh, struggles, so they had to do a deal with Spotify. They call it the Spotify camp now. That is sacrilege. That is That's an abomination. Ugh. That is distasteful. You, they've never called it by the company name. It's always been the camp now, and now it's Spotify camp now. That's disgusting. It's I hate that. Sell out. I really. I it's sell out. It's sell outish. I understand you need you need to do some things to make money. I get it, but damn, that's a lasting legacy. They I don't to, like that. They had to pay Leo Messi somehow for for all those years. <sighs> yeah. Yes, they did. All right, boys. I love you, but I got to go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I James. got a newborn. Once Get again, thanks for coming thanks on, for brother. Us on. Thank thanks you. for having us in here, okay? Absolutely. Y'all have a good rest of your yes, night. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, gentlemen, if you don't mind, yeah. I have a couple news and, and notes. Uh, that Let's I get w- into I it. I would like to get into. I, I think levels are at an all-time high. Levels are high. Um, so, uh, I feel like there's a couple different thoughts to this. We, I want to debate prime Michael Vick in his prime over... Lamar Jackson. Da- da- hold in on, his hold prime. on, Daniel. Hold on, Daniel. Hold on. Can I give a stat real quick? Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm not saying I am e- one way or another, but I want to point care out about some the facts. Stats either way. No, you're gonna listen to me real quick. I will listen because I'm gonna listen to you hardcore in about 20 seconds. Michael Vick was two and three in playoff games. Lamar Jackson is one and three so far. Oof. Um. So so Lamar Jackson versus Michael Vick. Who is better for your franchise? Who is in their prime. In their in prime. In their prime. Okay, let me please talk first because I'm please, gonna t- I'm gonna give I you know, this. I know where you're going. Let, it's let been me, let me, let me, let me yeah. Let me start with this. Michael Vick had a four times better of a team than what Lamar Jackson has given right now. Period. And if you don't believe that, then you don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I don't believe that Second, from a defensive standpoint. Michael Vick no. never had the defense Lamar Jackson did. I'm not, not talking a about chance. a defense either way. I'm talking about an offense. It doesn't but matter. You about said a def- better team. Okay, offensive team. You're right. All Who right, cares about a defense when we're we're talking about a quarterback and offense? I'm not talking about a defense right now. We're but talking about if a quarterback you guys like Xavier and okay. Howard, you said the defense sets the quarterback up for success. Listen so, to me right now, okay? Uh, okay. De- okay. I am not talking about defense right <laughs> now, okay? We're talking about a quarterback, and when we're talking about quarterback, it's a, it's an offensive game, okay? We got we Michael Vick was given so many weapons. Sure. You name me some weapons that fucking Lamar is having. Name me the weapons. No, that he's I, I, Dana, Name I get it. it. No, Hollywood Brown. Okay, yeah, Hollywood Brown. That was not, a first round pick. Yeah, guess what? That's he's like a second or third string wide receiver. He is not a first ring, ring uh, a first string wide receiver. Okay, he is not. Then then they draft fucking Bates or whatever his name is. 
not Bateman. Yeah, Rashad he, Bateman. He is Bateman. He's not the man. He's another second or third. They have he is he is yet to see a number one wide receiver. Yet to see one. So do you think Roddy White was a I mean, Dan, who else was on that team? Was uh, Roddy White back on with Michael Vick? Yeah, Algie Crumpler. Ooh, Algie Crumpler. He was a good decent. tight end. Yep. I don't even know who the fuck yeah. Algie Crumpler is. No, no, is. Daniel, I think, you, I think you are correct in the sense that what the fuck are the Ravens doing? You want to give you want to give your guy some talent? You got you you got this guy that I believe is one million percent better than Michael Vick, and oh, you're giving him brother. nothing. You're giving oh. him nothing. You're you might as well trade him. I might, I, well tra- I might as well trade him, Daniel. What are you doing for that fucker, Daniel? You might as well tra- give him away. Give him to someone that's going to use him the correct way. Does Lamar have a better arm than Michael Vick? I think they're even. No, I think they're even. I think that Michael Vick might have uh, might have had a better deep ball arm. He has a better arm. But well, I he's think not more that accurate than Lamar. Lamar he has a better deep arm. If you he look does, at the stats, I bet you they're about the same, Dan. I'm willing to put money on that. Lamar can throw the or ball. Or better. It, he can't throw the ball, Dan. He can't. You said Lamar can't? Yeah, no, Lamar can. 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 Yeah, they I both can, and I'm saying Lamar can. I, I, watched Vic I think you think I Lamar can throw let, the ball. Let me tell no, you one thing, Dan. If I, I watched a, Vic launch a ball from his four. Yes, yeah, he, he has a bigger arm. He, he can throw further than Lamar, but he's no more accurate if than If that's Lamar. what you're going to say, if, if I have to say this, who am I going to choose running-wise as a better running quarterback? of choosing Lamar without a question. Ooh, see, that's that's the one. Without a, a question. That's a big fucking question there. That's a I'm big question. I'm taking Mike Vick. No. Mm-mm. Sorry, it, it, it's it's an nope, even nope, question nope, nope. because it's they're both keel. they're both two of the shiftiest quarterbacks to ever play in professional football. And Lamar has beaten a lot of Michael Vick's records already. Which ones? Um, amount of yards and uh, rushing in a in a year. Did he? Yep. I don't know about that. Yep. He did. Okay. He did. He did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Dan. Well, that's a uh, strike for you. It's not a strike. I think he had a better offensive line than Mike Vick ever had. That uh, is, he, he doesn't have that doo doo. That is some. That's, that's some doo doo. That's setting the bar very low, yeah. Dan. That is, is it, setting the bar low. Isn't it funny when like a dual threat quarterback comes along? Everybody's like, okay, since you can run the ball and since you can pass the ball, we we don't need to like put people in your position. I mean, just imagine if the Ravens had an AJ Brown. Or a Jamar Chase. Exactly. Or a Terry McLaurin. They just need you one big it's like, wide receiver that's a threat. Why haven't they done that? Julio that Jones. Is, Go sign Julio. Go sign Julio. I think he's out of his prime now to the point where he's He is not, better than any receiver they have on that team. I agree yeah. with that, Dan, but I think that he is I think that defenses are not gonna be okay, let something that's something to be worried about. I think they can handle them both. I think you put out like a Jamar Chase with the Lamar. I don't think a defense can handle that. Okay, they yeah, don't know what no. to do. That's too much running. That's too much going. You got Jamar Chase doing long routes. You got you got Lamar doing short running routes. You, I mean, you it's too much going on. You got if you do Julio. I mean, it's just the same old. You just cover Julio, watch the run. Yeah, yeah it's nothing. Sure. It's nothing amazing. It's nothing like okay. I'm. There's one more thing I want to get into. I'm going to keep it brief. Outside of what you said, I'm in the Mike Vick camp. I'm sure you are, Eagles. You're, 
That has nothing to do with it. Oh, it has 50% <laughs> to do with it. Uh, but okay, no, continue. it's from watching Vic. Yeah, okay. But I think I might be time to get out of here. I think it I, might be. I hate it. All good I things, hate it too. All good things will come to an end. I, but Are you sure? Do they have to? They, I, I just, you know, first want to give a major shout out to James. He was incredible just being on our episode. Um, we thoroughly enjoyed, uh, you know, just he had great, you know, knowledge about the beer in the brewery. He's a Bears fan. Would love the opportunity to have him on again. Um, you know, we, we obviously are looking to be at another brewery next week. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah, everybody, uh, exactly what Dan said, you know, we're going to have James back on. We're going to have everybody back on. We've had a lot of good guests on this podcast. <laughs> you know, we, I think everyone that's listening to us, we need to understand that we're up and coming, right? You know, we're not perfect. We're not perfect, but we're, we're going to get there. And uh, we appreciate every guest that has come on, um, especially James here at Divine Barrel Brewing in uh, Noda. Yeah, we love all you guys that are following us, that are, that are checking out all our social medias, and and uh, and you know just following us individually too. You know, so yeah, yeah. So keep that up. Um, follow us on Instagram, F O T R T Flights of the Roundtable Podcast. Follow us there. We have a lot of good content there. We got a also, lot of good shit. Check us out on TikTok and Twitter. You know, we got a lot of great con- daily content right Daily. There. So we had, uh, I think, uh, 2,000 and something views on our last oh, video about yeah. the Browns. A lot of comments. Trash. And, guys, we, we don't say that because we like think that's a good number. Fuck that. We don't think that's a good number. We're saying that because we want you to join the conversation. Like There are a lot of people on TikTok that are giving us a lot of shit, and uh, we need you to back us up. So come on over, check in. Post a comment and, and give us what you think about yeah. our shit because we're or, putting or, it out there for or you. Or talk hear. more shit, honestly. Fuck it. Yeah. We don't care. We just want to have a good conversation about we, shit that is relevant to us. We, we love talking with you guys. I think everybody on this episode and this podcast will echo that. Be on the lookout for the announcement for our next show. Drew and I are finalizing it. It will be tomorrow or Friday. But, gentlemen, it's been a fucking pleasure. I missed you guys. You know, I always appreciate this throughout the week. But this has been episode 32 of the Flights of the Round Table podcast. Friends, family, people around the world. Make sure you guys look out for it on Friday. And also check out all of our social medias. And we will talk to you guys next week.